Welcome to uh, episode 35 of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Uh, my name is Michael Deebs. I am the host. Uh, joining me today is uh, Megan um, from the Instagram handle at Meg. Let's Meg Magic. Is that? Do you want to even advertise your your Instagram? Let's, yeah, let's let's Meg Magic. Let's Meg Magic. Okay, cool. Um, Danko is late today. I'm not sure what happened with him. Uh, Producer John mm-hmm. is having some technical issues. Um, so unfortunately he won't be able to make it today uh but we'll uh we'll we'll make this work um you know actually let me check on dorian i think i have a oh yeah i have a voicemail from him let me uh let me pull this up real quick see see what's up with him yeah okay um hey uh mike the the big dick broadcaster, uh, Deeb. I can't believe you, you have me say that every time I call you. This is exhausting. Uh, and I'm not going to be able to, um, I'm not going to be able to, to, to make it tonight. Um, I'm going to spend the last two days uh, reading this, this fucking book. Uh, I'm sorry if, if it sounds a little muffled because I'm uh, I've been writing my blankets um, since I finished and I'm just having just right now. Um, I I just I need to clean my room and I I just I don't know what what to do and I I'm sorry I know I know I have the quota I need to meet and I know what you're gonna do if if I don't if I don't do it but uh man i um i i just can't do this anymore man. i mean like don't share this with anyone but i i'm no. uh, i'm having a lot of doubts about this this whole benzo rehab dungeon thing um i mean i think people are going to learn that i don't know how to read um and I'm I'm afraid that uh, I'm afraid that after spending two days of absorbing this book by osmosis, some of the information may have actually gotten into uh, my bloodstream. Um, you know that's not that's not going to be good for me. Um, and I, um, I I I guess oh, fuck man. Um, in short, I know that you, you told me that you, how you feel about unions, um, but um, but I took your advice and uh, I decided that uh, I would I would join the one union you allowed me to join uh, the uh, the IWW because uh, what, what did you call them? Uh, something having to do with like the uh, there were a few slurs in there, but it was something having to do with like the Lib Dick DSA or something. I don't know, but 
but anyway, I decided to, to actually uh, involve involve them, uh, and uh, we're uh, I quit, man. I quit. I love you because you, every time I finish a call, all right, I love you. Well, all right. Fuck that guy. Um, what was that about? Yeah, I guess he. Uh, I guess he quit. Um, I just heard. I just heard uh, that he was cleaning his room and some sort of uh, pathetic sniffling, but I didn't really catch a lot of that. Oh, uh, he he kind of went on about. Um, first off, he joined the IWW, which you know I kind of forbade him to join a union this whole time because I don't want him to to unionize against me on this uh <laughs> on this broadcast um but you know he did it anyways um and and he did join the IWW which I said out of all of them is probably the best good for um, you Danko yeah I support and him. uh it sounds like he uh he quit the broadcast so um huh Anyways, uh, I don't know if you're looking to be a co-host of a podcast or anything, but it looks like I have an opening. Uh, I'm and... not looking to get into anything serious right now. Oh, shoot. I was going to say this is your, your probationary period. Uh, we have a, a special guest tonight either way, and I'm a little bit disappointed that uh, Danko won't be joining us for this because uh, I, I thought he was excited about this. It, I pulled a lot of strings to, to get him on uh, the, the channel, um, but... Uh, I think we have him. Let me see. I'm I'm running this alone today, so I got to make sure that. Uh, okay, yeah, we we do have him. Um, so I'm gonna bring him on real quick. Uh, if we could please welcome to the program, uh, Doctor Jordan Peterson. Doctor. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Okay, you're there. Okay, yeah, we we can oh, hear you. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, good. Ah, oh, I've been I've been a little, I've been a little confused for the last. Uh, uh well the last few years a couple uh, years it's, sounds it's, like yeah it's it's good it's good it's good it's good to be here uh what can i yes what would you like to what what's happening so so we're we're here with uh you know i, I know you were very interested in talking to to Denko, um but unfortunately all i have with me is a uh, feminine chaos dragon uh who goes by the name of uh, megan uh megan would you like to say hello to the good doctor uh, hello, Dr. Peterson. It's quite an honor. Hello, uh, Miss Ms. Magic, is it? Are you are you married? Uh, Ms. is great. Well, uh, you know, nobody's perfect. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we, we would like to talk to you today about your book. Um, I, I read it all the way through. Uh, Megan is actually a, uh, a scholar of Harry Potter, I believe she oh, said. Oh, oh. Oh, excellent! You're you're of course uh, talking about my my new book, uh, Beyond Good and Evil: Twelve Jazz Funk Greats. Yeah, that's exactly what. <laughs> yeah, um, th was that was that the working title before you settled on Beyond Order, or? That's what I said. Okay, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, I don't. I didn't mean to question you like that. Um, well, it's uh, the working title was the Ten Commandments, uh, but I've uh, I've switched it up a little bit over time because I felt as if we needed to mythologize a little bit more instead of working with 
the literal, because in order to uh, combat with uh, that which stands with, uh, without order or outside or beyond uh, order, uh, one must engage with chaos and bring in the additional two numbers. So the, uh, the Ten Commandments was never going to work for this. So of course I stuck with uh, Beyond Thunderdome, uh, 12 decadent lobster recipes. Yeah, no, I, I I seem to have gathered that. And, you know, at some point in the book, you, you do mention that God is dead. And I was wondering if maybe uh, those two extra rules are because God is dead. And therefore, you you know, we have surpassed him in some way and thus need, you know, more than just 10 rules, more than more than just 12 rules, actually, because we now have 24 separate rules from you. Um, well, all of these were extracted from a list of, uh, I believe, 48 rules from the uh, the the reputable uh, uh, question website Cora. Uh, so, of course, okay. you may remember that Cora is, of course, a misspelling of Cora from the Bible, who eliminated without bloodshed uh, the enemies of of his tribe uh, by having them swallowed up by the earth. I yeah, I do recall that story, um, and and it is it is interesting that you bring the Bible up uh, now because. Um, uh, you you seem to lean pretty heavily on the Bible and and the uh, the Beyond Order book. Um, is, of is, course, is is there is there some kind of uh, Christian uh, conversion arc uh, in in the the Jordan Peterson uh, life or? Well, people often ask me if I am in fact uh, a, a Christian, uh, which uh, to that I have traditionally said, well, if if by Christian you mean one who believes in the transcendental logos, which exists beyond us and informs us uh, in accumulation between uh, order and chaos when we are fighting the dragon of chaos in order to appease the logos in order to become more akin to that logos, which exists beyond the feminine, then, then yes. But if, if, if we can't agree on that uh, simple definition, then I, I, would, uh, I would say perhaps not. But I have evolved and I've uh, changed many of my opinions over time. And uh, as you may notice in the book, uh, I am something of a Christian, uh, but uh, I, have, I have a new take on the old traditional myth, uh, much like how Harry Potter, another very important set of stories uh, uh, to me personally and to uh, all, of, all of my... Uh, all of my young men, uh, but um, I, I have uh, taken it upon myself to revitalize the Christian spirit by, by considering uh, Pinocchio, who really is a messiah figure for us all. Uh, Megan looks a little bit per perplexed by this. Would you like to maybe go into a little bit more detail about why uh, Pinocchio was a messiah figure? <laughs> Of course, of course. You see, much like uh, many of the men that, that, that come to, to me, and, and with the men, I'm sorry. It's okay these, if you're these, still dealing with the effects of withdrawal. We've all been these, there. These, these, these young men, they, they come to me and they, they say, Daddy, I, 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 need, I need you to help me sort out my life because it's chaos and I can't keep the dishes clean, and I can't make my bed in the morning, and I'm just so depressed at my, at my restaurant job, and my schizophrenia is really getting out of control. And I, I, I look to them and I say, young man, 
first, what you have to do is understand that it is your place in the restaurant. And those people who are above you in the social hierarchy are, of course, there for a reason. Of course. Because, because of serotonin, which we share with the lobsters that you are, of course, cooking in that restaurant. But the way in which this connects to Pinocchio is that every young man wants to become uh, a, a real boy, a real boy. And just as I, just, just as I have always tried my hardest to become, to, to, be, to become a real boy. And, and just as, as was the, the hero's journey of Jesus Christ, who became through his father, a real boy, these young men come to me and they say, LOI, LOI, Lama Sabachthani, and I say to them, you are absolved of your sins. Now please clean up my plates and then clean your room. And that is exactly how Pinocchio connects to the logos. Well, hey, I've been there, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I appreciate you explaining that uh, for Megan and not me. Um, well, the most important thing about all of this is that is that young men need to rebel. Young young men need to rebel. They need to they need to fight with their hands and their teeth and their. Doctor Doctor Peterson, wouldn't that put them on Donkey Island? Whatever of course. It's of course, but you need but then, you need to get to Donkey Island to fight the Donkey Dragon so you can find your way back into the belly of the whale, and then the belly of the whale will lead you back to your father in heaven. But what about their restaurant job? Someone needs to serve the lobsters. How, how are they going to do that if they're on Donkey Island? I, I think you're putting words in my mouth, young lady, and I don't I don't appreciate that very much, and this 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 really goes goes to, to, to prove a point that I, I've made before, which is that men and women have not been working in the same workplace for very long, and we still don't know the rules of it. And when I saw you, I saw a beautiful young woman, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to, I'm go, I'm going to bank on that. I'm going to bank on her being a beautiful young woman, and, and, and instead, you're putting words in my mouth. Well, so it, would please you, it would please you to know... Uh, Dad, Daddy, can I call you Daddy? Please, thank you. Uh, thank you. Please, you to know that I, since I was rejected from uh, Hogwarts, uh, and I was very sad about that, I actually enrolled in the Academy of Trad Wifery, and I am majoring in uh, becoming a crisis actor. So I, That's... I think that I'm. Uh, there's more to me than meets the eye. S speaking Dad, of uh, speaking of crisis actor. I, I think now is maybe a good time to bring up that uh, uh, the the relationship that Megan and I have is uh, purely business. Um, I, I've been asked several times to have a, a woman on the show. Um, and uh, the, the problem is that I don't I have hope you get any, one someday. Yeah, I don't I don't know any women in my real life. Uh, so I, I hired Megan. Uh, so I apologize, Dr. Peterson, if she's being a little bit rude to you. Um, I, I don't really know would, her aside from the contract word, that we uh, made. Rude. I, I would use I would use the word uppity perhaps. Okay, yeah, that that's a term that uh, hasn't been used in a while, and I'm glad that you're bringing that back. 
Um, so I think, uh, I think, you know, when, when we're talking about your book, it's, uh, you know, it's best to go in sequential order. Um, obviously this is a book of rules and, uh, you know, sequences is, uh, highly important. Um, you, you start out the, the book with, uh, with, uh, I, I guess a, a, there, there's a, a COVID related sort of preface, right. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that mm-hmm. just, uh, mm-hmm goes into into why you decided to make this rule or this book of rules uh kind of separate of, of the covid crisis because you want it to be a more lasting work which i understand of, of, of course because you you see uh a while ago i was uh forced to on on video and on stage to fight uh a raccoon and and uh i've been informed that this raccoon has has gone on to publish at least one uh, book about COVID itself. And I think that that is, uh, 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 it's taking advantage of and, these young men. And, and this who have, raccoon who that you're talking about is, of course, the Slavoj Zizek. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that we we're on the same page there. Um, I believe he actually does prefer uh, to be called a raccoon. Um, or maybe that's what he. That's what he told me. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of the same mannerisms too, so the the parallels are there. Uh, and so, you know, after after your your preface, you you go into what you call a, a, an overture. Uh, would Would you like to explain the the reasoning behind uh, choosing choosing the term overture for for uh, what what is essentially a preface uh, preface part two? Well, uh, the reason I chose uh, the term overture is uh, 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 twofold, really. Uh, so, so when I decided uh, to write uh, this, this book, when I, when I, when I first uh, sat down to, to write uh, Beyond Meat, 12 uh, Ways to Make Your Man Bust Ropes, <laughs> I, I, I realized that I had ran into uh, uh, some problems. Uh, and uh, the first of which was that I was in a psychedelic haze. Um, From apple cider vinegar? Th- that is that is what I think caused it. So, uh, the news uh, in has, order, has made other claims. In order to avoid you having to go through this again, I've actually queued up a video where you're talking about this this event. Oh. Um, and, you know, well, I just good. I don't want to uh, reignite that trauma in your life. I know that you've worked very hard to get to a place where you're at. Um, so if, if we could just watch this video real quick and, uh, maybe you can comment on it afterwards. Um, and- right, this is, this is really, this, this feels dishonest. This feels like some kind of uh, gotcha thing. You're, you're trying to corner uh, me with no, this. I, I would, I would never do that to you. Uh, I, I will note that this, uh, this video was picked out by producer John, who wasn't with us due to technical difficulties. Uh, so I apologize well, if it's not very, uh, respectful to you but but i believe it it, it tells your story uh, i haven't really watched it myself but i well you know, I, I, I have I'll, faith in producer john he's also reading your book um, i'll i'll accept this but only only if i can if i can point out that there are two uh non-contradicting uh pieces of advice uh from my book that i would like to bring up uh as we lead into this um uh, first uh is is do not do what you hate yeah okay. and yeah. uh do not hide unwanted things in the fog, uh, and so of course Those are both I rule will. Rules that you that you have in your book, indeed, rule five and rule three, uh, and uh, I I uh, uh, hate this, but I can't I can't possibly hide the past 
in the fog. And of course, as I say in rule nine, if old memories uh, still, if old, if old memories still upset you, write, write, them, write down them down carefully yes. and, and completely. And so I've, uh, I've written down this Joe Rogan interview quite a few times. Okay, well, I'm I'm sorry to reignite that, but you know, I I think it's it's good to to kind of see this uh, this this. Both well, Michaela and well, I know. Listen to reason, you people. <laughs> All right, uh, we're we're gonna play the clip now, Doctor. If we could just uh, have a little bit of silence. Do not allow yourself to become resentful, deceitful, or arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> that when we restricted our diet and then ate something we weren't supposed to, the reaction to eating what we weren't supposed to was absolutely catastrophic. What did you so, do? What did you switch to? Or what did you eat rather? Um, well, the worst response, I think we're allergic to, or allergic, whatever the hell this is, having an, uh, an inflammatory response to something called sulfites. And we had some apple cider that had sulfites in it. And that was really not good. Like I was done for a month. That was the first time I talked to Sam Harris. You were done for a month? Oh yeah. It took me out for a month. It was awful. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, so look. What, and what, so this is right before this whole truth conversation with Sam Harris that got during, stuck in the mud. During. During. So I, think you were the, I think the day I talked to Sam was like the worst day of my life. Not because of talking to Sam, but it was just physical. Oh Jesus, I was so dead. But so, I, I didn't want to not do it. Apple cider. Like what, what was it, it sulfites doing? Sulfites in it. What was it doing to you? Oh, it, it, it produced an overwhelming sense of impending doom. And I seriously mean overwhelming. Like there's no way I could have lived like that if that would have lasted for See, Michaela knew by that point that it would probably only last a month, and I was like... A month? Yeah, a month. fucking cider? Oh, I didn't sleep that, that month. I didn't sleep for 25 days. I didn't sleep what? at all. I didn't sleep at all for 25 days. How is that possible? That, that, that I'll tell you, you how it's possible. You lay in bed, uh, frozen in something approximating terror for eight hours, and then you get up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Not and good. this is from fucking cider. From cider. That's what we thought, yeah. I mean, look, again... I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay. Hey, when they say when they say with the mother, they're not kidding. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, the 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 uh, I, I believe you refer to it as a uh, uh, food um, sensitivity that you have. Uh, of course, of course, many people have them. Most, in fact, most people are are. Are allergic to 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 almost almost everything yeah um let's see uh i have a question uh mm -hmm. for the host yes Deeds. uh did you receive this book as a promotional material or did you purchase it with your own money uh i i uh achieved it through very legal means you see, I, I received a message from Dunko Brucen, and, uh, and he told me that he had, uh, he had stolen the book uh, uh, from the internet uh, in order to take steak out of uh, Michaela's mouth. And I'm glad to see that you did not, in fact, do that same thing. No, I would, I would never do that to you. I, I believe that, uh, you know, one, your first rule, actually, is, you know, do not carelessly denigrate social institutions or uh, creative achievement. And I would never carelessly denigrate the, the, the uh, creative achievement of uh, your, your new book, uh, Beyond Order. 
Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Now, uh, really quickly, uh, per, per the, the, the Jim Rothkin uh, interview, um, I, I do want to, to explain, because people have, of course, uh, pointed out uh, that it, it's uh, unusual for, for a, a man to spend uh, 25 days uh, without sleep. And uh, I would just say that uh, uh, over time, uh, you develop a, uh, what's called a sleep debt. And, uh, and so um, at a certain point, I was able to catch up on the sleep. Uh, I just had to do so uh, in, in a, a hospital setting uh, in, uh, in the, the Caucasus Mountains. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's the next part of this, this overture mm -hmm, is mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. uh, the explanation of, of how you fell into this. this I feel uh, much better now. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, the, the, the explanation, and you know, I will say that you're, you're, uh, not only is the, the reason that you, you, got, uh, you got hooked on uh, benzodiazepine um, uh, unusual, um, the, the way that you got out of it was a little bit unusual as well in, in that it required moving to uh, four separate countries. Well, this kind of thing is, uh, is, is necessary uh, sometimes because I, I was not uh, in fact aware that uh, benzodiazepines are in fact a dangerous drug. You see, I've been a, yeah. a clinical psychologist for, uh, for a, a few decades now, uh, but, uh, but it never occurred to me uh, during the, uh, I, I think about four years of increasing benzodiazepine dosages that it would uh, ever possibly uh, be, be dangerous. Um, and so when I did try to stop uh, cold turkey, uh, it, uh, it did not go uh, as well as I expected, being, again, a, a clinical psychologist who knows nothing about anything uh, yeah. of, of that sort, of course. You've got no business knowing anything about, you know. No, no psychoactive uh, drugs or anything and the like regulatory that. bodies are probably much different in canada than they are in the u.s of course of course uh much much more strict uh because mm -hmm. they are uh, they're constantly trying to compel speech they're yeah, trying I was, I was to tell say me that the regulatory uh, bodies uh mm -hmm. can go a lot of ways there and, and that they're regulating you know the, the the bodies of young children to be trans right exactly exactly uh which i uh which I've 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 learned recently that one of the primary uses of uh, benzodiazepines is to uh, induce uh, uh, higher levels of masculinity in men. Uh, uh, it 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 causes what is uh, colloquially known as uh, as autism, which of course uh, makes men. Uh, substantially more masculine than they would be otherwise. It is, uh, which I've noticed in male, the people that have come uh, to me. It is a uniquely male condition, isn't it? It is. It is. Well, it, it takes a certain type of man to uh, to to wake up in the morning and decide to 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 uh, as I said in in the book uh, to imagine who you could be and then aim single-mindedly at that as if one were were say a tank engine of some sort right and and so that's um oh which rule is that that's that's rule uh it's rule that's rule two rule two yes i, I mm -hmm, skipped mm -hmm. it because i thought it was a little bit later in the book um 
Oh, no, it's, you, it's very important. You know, you seem to return to the single mindedness. And I would say that uh, and, and not to not to say this is a bad thing, but there, there seems to be a single mindedness in this book. Um, you know, one one of the things that I you, you say like later Harry on. Harry Potter. Yeah, you, you do reference Harry Potter quite a lot, uh, which which was surprising to me. I, uh, I I wasn't aware that that Harry Potter was such a such a deep literary work. Um do you reference a lot of uh, young adult uh, novels in in your uh, your research? Uh, is that is that something that you look into a lot? Of course, of course. Uh, you see, during my uh, during my academic training, I uh, I I wrote a thesis uh, uh, studying uh, the uh, the effects of of alcohol and alcoholism on 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 people with uh, with experiences with trauma. Of course, which led me directly, uh, as a kind of natural trajectory, uh, to uh, to focus on uh, things like uh, misgendering, uh, as they call it, and uh, and where where we can find the soul of Voldemort, which of course is uh, hidden in the Golden Snitch. Is that is that correct, uh, Megan? As as a Harry Potter scholar. Uh, legend has it that the Golden Snitch does, in fact, uh, contain a piece of Voldemort. However, it's not uh, entirely him. It's a single Horcrux. So his mm -hmm. soul, has, his soul has been scattered uh, amongst these uh, items, and the Golden Snitch actually uh, contains his nostrils or mm -hmm. lack of nose. Oh, That's the piece that it contains. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, uh, and and that's what I mean when I'm talking about the way that uh, that disorder can become order. You see, when when Voldemort, the noseless dragon-like beast, uh, uh, splits off into multiple Horcruxes, uh, uh, hor Horcruxi, hor Horcruxi, uh, this 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 causes uh, this this is of course a chaotic moment because the one becomes many um and and but but then by being uh uh, uh uh consolidated in these physical forms uh that's that's where you get order right yeah do you think um, it do you think it's any uh coincidence that the word horcrux has the word whore within it oh nothing is a coincidence certainly not that you see it's uh uh, women, uh, I've found, have a different uh, uh, interaction to Harry Potter than men do. You see, men men see this and they're they're sent on a heroic journey, a, a type of monomythic experience, and it's very it's very touching. And they find themselves on donkey islands, and and they find themselves with with the the wooden long nosed body of Christ. And they find themselves yes. in the bellies of whales, whereas when women uh, interact with 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 Harry Potter, um, well, you find that that they begin to apply rouge to their cheeks, mm. uh, and and they they wear uh, high heels uh, at at this age, and they begin to really uh, sexualize themselves. But and they they view this as a re uh, replacement. Uh, for their uh, personality, as if uh, the, uh, Harry Potter is in fact a uh, uh, a crutch of some sort, perhaps a, mm -hmm. a horcrux a crutch. Well, maybe it's best I didn't get accepted into Hogwarts. I feel really lucky to have landed at the Academy of Treadwifery. It's 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 much better that way. I mean, 
um, so long as we uh, we have, uh, I am of course entirely apolitical, <clears throat> but but uh, so long as as uh, certain legislation uh, manages to get through uh, with with all of the the the, the Pepe's and the tradwives uh, who are who are fighting for for what's right and what what is traditional and what has always been part of our 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 psyche. Um, uh, so long as they're fighting for the right thing and continue to fight uh, and maintain their their restaurant jobs um, and and their 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 roles at at Target, uh, um, they they will eventually lead to a point where everyone uh, is given or can be uh, a mandatory waifu. Exactly, which of course is is what you're training to do. And, yes, and as I said, uh, do not. Uh, do not do what you hate. My future is contingent upon uh, the laws that are have yet to be written, so I am 100% on board with this. Well, you see, all, all of these laws, all of these laws are, are written on the soul, soul of man. Yeah, um, <clears throat> so earlier we were, we were talking about how the Horcrux is split into multiple pieces, and... Uh, you said something that, that I thought was quite poignant in Rule 7, uh, which is that uh, uh, Rule 7 is work as hard as you possibly can on at least one thing and see what happens. Um, at the at the end of uh, that, that section, that, that chapter, so to speak, um, you mentioned that if you do this, you will become one thing instead of a, uh, a clamoring multitude of things. Uh, basically, you, you, will, you will solve the, the chaos within your own soul. Is, is that something that you think... Uh, Voldemort has maybe failed in doing by 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 shattering his his soul the way he has. Uh, do you think? Oh, of of course, of course. You see, um, that that shattering and that multiplicity. Uh, I don't know what a Deleuze is, and I'm still waiting for someone to explain it to me. But I have a feeling it has to do with with multiplicities. That's what I've been. That's what I've been informed by my my Groiper friends on the Four Chans. Um, but uh, but you see uh, the the the. The thing that is, of course, most like Voldemort uh, in 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 the the story uh, Pinocchio. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I mixed I mixed a few of these up. They're such different stories. Uh, but 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 in in the story of of Peter Pan, which is also very important to me because yeah. it's again just about boys who who want to to want grow to be, up want, want to, to be become real. real boys and and in that story of course there's the uh there's the dire uh crocodile clock mm. the the crocodile with a ticking clock in its body and of course that's uh that that is is what we're all afraid of is the over application of of order in our lives and so we have to constantly toe the line between becoming a crocodile clock, a wooden boy, and and uh, uh, a noseless dragon man. So succinctly put, Doctor. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that was that was uh, that was beautiful. Um, speaking of beautiful, uh, rule rule number eight. Uh, you go into uh, uh, try to make one room in your home as beautiful as possible. Um, Which room have you chosen? dad well i i of course uh uh i've i've chosen i've chosen my 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 uh soviet propaganda room mm. 
I, you know, I have seen that room and it's quite interesting. And, and you use that as a reminder for, for what could happen if cultural Marxism was to ever take over, correct? Of course, of course. Uh, you see, um, uh, power when in the hands of uh, cultural Marxists is, uh, is catastrophic. Uh, but let, let, me, let me remind you uh, that the authority is not power that authority comes from competence, you see? And that's, that's the difference between, between uh, these, these uh, cultural neo-Marxists, postmodernists, and, and everyone else, is that uh, they, they uh, want to function off of power, whereas ever, everyone else functions off of, off of authority. Right. Yeah. And, you know, cont continuing on rule number eight, um, uh, you, you do you do admit to uh, that there was some images that were spread around and, and memes associated with it of uh, you uh, when you were at, at maybe a lower point in life uh, while you're dealing with all the things that you go over in the, the overture um, and, and your office looks very messy um, and, and you uh, you you. You, you know, you did the right thing and you admitted that that was a, a moment of hypocrisy. And then, you know, what I thought was really brave is that uh, you you claimed that you had uh, exceptional circumstances. Uh, and that's that's to say that you, you had circumstances that were outside of your control uh, that mm -hmm. led to the, the office becoming that messy. And I really thought that it was brave how you, um, you know, acknowledge that, yes, you, you did have a, a point of hypocrisy, but that it also didn't apply to you. And I thought that was really good. Well, of course, um, uh, you, you might you might remember that uh, in in the book uh, that I wrote, uh, Batman Beyond uh, 12 Misgendered Disney Princesses Compelling My Speech. Um, I, I, of course, noted that um, that there are, of course, um, I've had many clients uh, and all of the clients that I mentioned in this text are entirely real, of, and you can tell course, that they're yeah. all real. They're very real uh, people. They're, the the stories uh, uh, obviously make sense, and everyone claps at the end of each of them. Um, but um, the, what, one of the one of the ones that 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 really affects me uh, to to this day is that there was a young man, uh, a, a young gay man, who came into my my office. And uh, the psychiatrist had told him he had schizophrenia. Do you remember this one? Uh, and I'm I'm a little bit fuzzy on the details on this. Could you of, maybe of, just explain of course. a little bit? Yeah. Oh, of of course, of course. So he came in, and uh, and I, I I could tell right off the bat that this was a a misdiagnosis, uh, because you see his his glasses his glasses were clean. Mm. Yeah, and and schizophrenic people can't clean their glasses. No, no, yeah, and, and and so and so I decided to to accidentally hypnotize him. <laughs> and and how did you achieve that accidental hypnosis? Well, of course, with my clients, I have them, uh, and I will remind everyone that this this uh, oftentimes uh, what 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 I. Uh, have have said at least in recent days people have read as jokes or parodies almost but I I would like to tell everyone that this is a 100% something that I actually wrote in this real book yeah that this is a real thing this is a real but, conversation but so, 
when this when this uh, young man came into my office, uh, previously diagnosed with schizophrenia, I uh, determined that he didn't have schizophrenia because his glasses were clean. And then I did what I always do, uh, which is uh, 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 have have uh, something of a, a relaxation method with him, which I do with all of my clients, where I I just have him uh, bit by bit, uh, muscle by muscle, tense and release, and do some breathing exercises. And upon doing this, I found that I had magically uh, hypnotized the young man, and that's how I fixed him. Yeah, and that's that's really a, a wonderful story. Um, I'd like to keep pushing on the, uh, the the make uh, one room in your home beautiful. Uh, rule. Oh, of course, um, of course. In in this particular rule, I noted that you uh, you you quote uh, some some poetry, some pieces of poetry, and you oh know, yeah, I, I'm again sad that that Danko can't be here because uh, one of the that's poetry. <laughs> he loves poetry, and and not only does he love poetry, but uh, specifically. Uh, Dr. Peterson, you you quote uh, you quote uh, Walt Whitman. Um, Word overall, beautiful as the sky, beautiful that war and all its deeds of carnage would in time be utterly lost. That the hands of the sisters, death and night, uh, incessantly and softly wash again and ever again this soiled world. Uh, I keep that in mind every every night as I go to bed in my fucking filthy office uh after eating four porterhouse steaks uh just reminding myself that that with the cover of night there is in fact a beauty and and cleanliness that comes in forgetting that that's walt whitman that that is beautiful um and you know i you know i wanted to bring for my enemy up. is dead for my enemy is dead the man divine as myself is dead i crouch toward his pale face uh i kiss it i don't remember i don't i'm this is all off of memory i'm sorry my brain's a little foggy i had uh i smelled some cider earlier oh you gotta get those sulfides out of your life. so you know before we get uh too distracted you you are a little bit of a poet yourself and... there was a boy went worth forth every day and <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's okay. Just, I understand your passion, I but like I would this. I would really like to to bring up your poetry. Uh, you posted this on TikTok oh. the other day, and I, I would I would like to watch it if uh, if oh you wouldn't my. mind. Uh, just just kind mm -hmm. of appreciate it. Maybe uh, maybe maybe. Doctor Peterson, you have a TikTok. Doctor Peterson course does do. have a TikTok, and he uh, mm -hmm. he so far released a uh, a song that he wrote about philosophers, which was uh, quite beautiful. And, um, oh, oh and I now... can't take I can't take credit for that one. That one was, of course, uh, by the uh, the British comedy troupe uh, that everyone knows well, the the Monty Pythons. Oh, I thought mm -hmm. I thought that you had written that. I I was no, aware. I would like to take credit, but I I know my place on the dominance hierarchy. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, so this is actually a piece that you did write, though, is this this piece of poetry that you put up on TikTok the other day and. Uh, we is just... this the one that uh, contains the word ameliorate? Because I'm careful to put that in in each of my in each of my written works at least. Uh, this once. is a little bit different. Uh, this is this is the one about uh, your son Tom. Oh yes. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go ahead and watch that real quick. About thirty years ago, that my wife Tammy just found. I have no idea what I was thinking when I wrote it. 
My son Tom is a madman's madman. He's so strong that the sun can't stand him. If you walk near his house in Boston, he will yell at the neighbor's snowman. He won't think if the thought would stop him. He won't work, so no job has caught him. Good old Tom is a plowman's plowman. He sings songs like a madman yells them. If you sneak near his daughter's parlor, he'll come out and his voice will scar you. So if you're ever where you're ever never supposed to be, then you better watch forever. Tom's a terror. He will come for thee. He won't comfort thee. Tom's a little bit of living horror, sure enough, for me. Maybe I wrote it for my kid. Uh, so, so now that you're you're hearing that again, uh, Doctor Peterson, how does that make you feel? Well, I I just like to uh, I don't like to 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 toot my own horn, as it were. But uh, my my readings have gotten uh, substantially better over time. Yeah, you you have a very solemn uh, prose when you're reading that. Don't do what you hate. <laughs> so. Uh... You know, there's there's a couple of things that I wanted to bring up in regards to uh, the the rules as well. Um, you know, n- number uh, number five and six, uh, putting them back to back was uh, was an interesting choice, I thought, uh, because in 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 five, um, you you know you you talk about not doing what you hate, uh, and and uh, in in that particular uh, chapter, you uh, decry. Uh, the evils of you know uh, like a corporate power structure, uh, you mm-hmm, know, telling people mm-hmm. what they what they Compelled can and speech. can't say. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're 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 compelling speech. Um, and uh, then then in uh, number six, you you uh, you tell everybody to abandon ideology, um, and that uh, they they should not fight the the uh, the hierarchical uh, uh, structures that exist. Well, well, you see. Uh, something I'm also careful to note in, in the book is that uh, the, the thing that's most important about the stories from the Bible is that they can't be improved upon. Absolutely, of course. You see? Which, of course, is why Pinocchio is such an interesting uh, representation of, of Christ, uh, because in, in many ways it is... <laughs> is so much more effective but but uh, that's that's a different a different topic perhaps but you see uh hierarchies uh, uh dominance hierarchies uh they they're established and representative of of peace you see because when Correct. when there's chaos uh, there are no hierarchies but when there's peace everything is is a great chain uh, that that works from from top to bottom, and everything's in its place. And you see, what is what is God, uh, uh, Michael? You see, God, God is good. And so, God is good, goodness, godness, godliness, goodliness. You see, and 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 it power, or or of course, uh, in in this setting, it's not just power; it's authority. Uh, because authority is hierarchy. God is good. God is authority. Authority is good. And action, uh, perception, taming the chaos. Marduk is in the bones of a mammoth. 
you see at Tiamat, her blood is becoming people. And, and all of this, what this means really is that, is that hierarchies are, 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 are justified ultimately because they mean peace. Uh, and, and, and if we follow these biblical mythic hierarchies that are established for us uh, beforehand, we, we will uh, be, be uh, freed from uh, 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 what we hate uh, by understanding that everything is uh, good and exists uh, where it uh, should exist, and and it will it will allow us uh, 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 it it will it will allow us it will it will allow us to abandon ideology. Yeah, I think I followed that. Um, you know, you've got a lot of really high level ideas that I think, you know, I, I haven't well, well, Mar been Marduk to... in the bones of dragons. If, if Marduk lives in the bones of a dragon, then of course uh, he's not hiding unwanted things in the fog. He's living in their belly, just like just like Pinocchio lived in the belly of the whale. Yeah, and you know it's it's interesting uh, because P Pinocchio uh, isn't the only Christ-like figure that you reference in the book. The other the other Christ-like figure you uh, mention is uh, Iron Man from the from the Avengers series of movies. Of course, quite a fan of pop culture, aren't we? Well, well, of course, of course, it's uh, these these ancient stories, uh, which which are perfect as they are need to be uh, re-represented in, in a modern lens for young men to, uh, to process them. How would you modernize, uh, say, something like Iron Man? Well, Iron Man is, is simply the, the modernization of uh, the stories of uh, Moses, Noah, and Christ all, all together in one. It doesn't need modernization. It's in fact, it's a tale coming from the future. You see, I've I've been looking into this young man, uh, uh, Nicholas Land, uh, and uh, and it seems to be that uh, that uh, everything that occurs is is occurring because of a Chinese future. And and you're concerned about a Chinese future, I imagine. Well, uh, let's just say that uh, uh, the PC culture has made it so that we can no longer use the word flip book because they think that it's a slur against Filipinos. Right, because, uh, uh, and, and I, I don't mean this uh, to offend anybody perhaps, but uh, flip, is, uh, flip is a uh, slur for Filipino people. And right, so when, right. when you have a flip book, it's, uh, it's a reference to that slur. Is, and, and, and that's You're what not you allowed go to say black book anymore. Yeah, nobody's allowed to say black book. Uh, nobody's legally allowed to say uh, black black book, which is. You but know. you see, but you see these these flip charts. Uh, you're you're not allowed to to refer to them as such because, of course, uh, the the Chinese future. Of course, yeah, <clears throat> and they're trying to control everything because they're Marxists. But postmodern neo Marxists. Well, the worst kind of Marxists, of course. Mm -hmm. Deeds, um, maybe you can uh, tell us how, what you got out of uh, Dr. Peterson's most recent work. Uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, what, what, I, what I seem to have gathered is that uh, we, we are simultaneously, um, and this is perhaps paradoxical, but I think it's, it's meant to be because all things in life are paradoxical. 
Uh, we, we are supposed to uh, respect hierarchies uh, unless those hierarchies are, uh, are making us do unjust things. Um, and then we should not respect those hierarchies, uh, but we should never become resentful uh, to other people based off of their, their class or position or being successful. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Do you feel like uh, you have become resentful of Dorian for uh, toying with the idea of joining a union against Benzo Rehab Dungeon? Yeah, you know, and that's that's something that that's why I'm particularly uh, disappointed in this because uh, Dorian seems to have read this text in an adversarial context, whereas I uh, wholeheartedly consumed it and and uh, absorbed it into my my uh, my being, uh, so that I can tame the chaos within me. Um, and Dorian has obviously had an opposite effect. And and you know maybe if he made it all the way to to Rule Eleven, he would have uh, he would have maintained course and and realized the wisdom that Doctor Peterson is sharing with us. I really hope he's doing okay. He didn't sound so good in that voicemail from what I could make of it. Yeah, well, yeah, he did say that uh, he was curled up in some blankets. Uh, so obviously, you know, I'm, I'm sure his room isn't clean. Uh, number yeah, one. See, if, this is why we need government government mandated trad wives to keep to keep the rooms clean so that they can the, the men can focus on uh, slaying dragons doing it is what doing it is what the men folk do yeah yeah well i wouldn't expect you to know what the men are supposed to do um the men are supposed to slay dragons uh, they're supposed to uh, mm. uh see if i'd gone to hogwarts i would have maybe learned more about this but... yeah but it's it's better we i think we all agree that you didn't go to hogwarts um but yeah men Sometimes are men I are supposed think... to uh men are men are the heroes of a, of every story every individual story um and... well well of 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 course that's it's uh men of course are are the the heroes uh but another rule that i i set out uh in in here kind of a, a sub rule uh is that i i make it clear that responsibility uh will make you happy um true, it's, yes. it comes from a, a an old german quote uh i believe i don't i don't think that i reference it in the text proper but it's uh uh, our bite macht frei. You know, I've I've heard that one, and then that's uh, that's German for work will make you free, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't remember where I I saw that quote. And for some reason, I'm picturing like a gate and like a, a black and white photograph. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I also think I saw it recently uh, in the news cycle, maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, um, on like a sweater. Right. Uh, you see, a lot of people are very, uh, very upset right now, and we need to listen to them. Uh, and they're they're taking these these old mythic formations of, of language and and symbology and uh, and taking them back for their own uses. Uh, and it's it's very important for uh, for young men uh, to do that. Um, you you see, I define order um, as. Uh, as uh, uh, a setup wherein you you get what you want and expect, um, and uh, I've I've been called. I'm not sure what the phrase uh, means. I think it may be uh, Pepe adjacent, which I'm still uh, of course confused by. Uh, but I've been referred to as a piss baby uh, for uh, 
for 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 believing that order is is getting what one wants uh but uh but i i would just say that everything else of course is chaos and so the only way for us to maintain order is to take uh symbols and phrases from the past like our bot our bite mock fry and into to to retain and reuse them as uh, often as possible and and i will say that that it is notable you know that uh that um, males, you know, they they seek uh, they seek this this order and and uh, and uh, chaos. Unlike Marxists, unlike Marxists who want things to be chaos. Your voice kind of shifted a little bit there, Doctor Peterson. Are you doing okay? Do you need to do you need to take a break or anything? I'm I'm fine. Okay, good, <laughs> good. Yeah, now you're now you're back to <laughs> the standard. Um, Shoot, I was gonna say. Oh, okay, so what I was saying was that uh, that males uh, seek this this order out, um, and uh, you know the the order is getting what you want, right? Um, mm -hmm, getting mm -hmm. getting what you desire is is a factor of order, and then you and know if, uh -huh. uh, not getting what you want is is chaos, and and chaos is heavily associated with the feminine. Do you do you think of that course. says anything about society today? Well, it it, it shows us. That uh, that power is uh, pro-social. You see um, that that by having having power, uh, we're able to uh, to help those around us, and so of course, as you say it in a, a certain gendered way, and gender is of course very important here because we need to re retain the certain binary. If you allow, uh, you see, Megan. Uh, uh, if you allow your uh, your your future husband, uh, possibly from China, uh, to uh, to have uh, the power in the relationship, that will uh, uh, make you uh, happier uh, in the sense that uh, you will experience less chaos of your own. But you see, it's very difficult, and I make a note of this as well, for information to move upward in a dominance hierarchy, which is to say that, that there's no uh, point in trying to speak to your husband or to your daddy. Um, just let it go and, and, and know that they're in a position of power because uh, they have authority, because they have competence, which is stored in the balls. What is your position, Dr. Peterson, dad if in this position i simply implode on my own chaos would you recommend uh benzos or uh possibly acb so that i can you know sort of contain it and also manage to survive without burdening my husband with my own emotions and inner turmoil well, when I realized that my own uh, benzodiazepine use uh, was going to be an, an issue, um, and that uh, I I was uh, perhaps being unfair to my family, I uh, I just used ketamine. Mm. That, that is that is how you try to uh, wean yourself off of uh, benzos. It is. It is. Was but it I, uh, I, was it medical grade ketamine or street? Of ketamine? course. Well, well, you see, I, uh, I am hiring in or I was, the, uh, intravenous, the um, and, mm -hmm. and of, of course I, uh, 
I was able to access this because I'm higher in the competence hierarchy. You see, people who are lower on these hierarchies are not nearly as, uh, as stressed as, uh, as people who are higher up. And so it's less likely for them to run into problems like uh, drug addiction. Yeah, fam mm. famously, I've seen that statistic that shows that uh, Rush Limbaugh. What, what about sober. Rush Limbaugh? Very high on the dominance hierarchy. Oh yeah, and, and, and uh, obviously struggled with dealing with mm -hmm. all that stress. He he had to. Uh, what was it? It was uh, it was cocaine, right? Uh, cocaine, oxycodone, oh, prostitutes, yeah, yeah. Uh, possibly minors, uh, 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 Prince Philip. Uh, I don't know what else he did, but it, uh, cigars. You see, Freud. Freud has a. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm interrupting you. No, no, no. Please go on. I'm, I'm interested well, in hearing your take on Freud because you seem to be a scholar uh, of uh, both uh, Freud and uh, Carl Jung. Is that correct? Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. The uh, deep psychology is very important to me. Um, you see, I, I saw that Megan was trying to say something for a second there, but of course I will not uh, pause to let her speak because I oh, am. I, I, I thought you were talking about interrupting hierarchy. me. Uh, um, but uh, but when it comes to to Freud, um, you see, Freud is uh, is wrong about a few things, um, uh, specifically two things, and only really two things. Uh, the first of which is 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 he believes. He believes that uh, oh god i've forgotten everything oh uh no, dr peterson you for a moment ago mentioned uh rush limbaugh's proclivity for uh hiring prostitutes mm -hmm. what what would you say is the difference between trad wives and sex workers what are the primary differences, would you say? Well, it, it depends how many you're, you have at a time. Sex workers or, or wives? Both. Yeah, I think, okay. I think he means both, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because so, so long as it is uh, monogamous uh, in the moment, uh, it, it really one is, is the same as the other. Mm. And, what and I'm saying is you need to make babies. Mm, of course okay. yeah. and, I, and i was gonna say you know uh, as as my uh, as my 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 father always used to say one way or another you're paying for it right <laughs> your dad sounded like a smart man yeah he was a very smart man and i cherish him greatly because i as a uh, as a young man realized the importance of uh, hierarchical uh, structure and uh, the patriarchy is, of course, the the natural state of uh, hierarchy. Uh, I, for one, feel really grateful to be blessed with your presence on this show. I wasn't expecting you as a guest at all, Dr. Mm -hmm. Peterson. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So I was quite surprised. Uh, and you know, it wasn't long ago that I decided to check on you as in the news because I hadn't heard anything from you or about you in quite some time. Uh, and it wasn't until I was made aware that you recently wrote this updated uh, sequel to your, your last book. Uh, but I still could only see 
news articles and the Twitter feed of your daughter, Michaela. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything much about you. So I was wondering how you have been recovering from your coma. So I'm happy to know, to see that you're uh, engaging with the youth and social media and uh, on TikTok. Uh, that sounds well, like a really good idea. Uh, and I just wanted to sort of get an update about how you've been acclimating back to society after after being comatose. Of course. Uh, well, a, a, a few things. Um, first off would be that, um, of course, I, I bring up media uh, uh, pretty frequently. And uh, one uh, bit of, of contemporary pop culture that I think explains very well my experience with acclimating uh, into the world is, uh, is Weekend at Bernie's. And, uh, and, and what I mean by that is that my, my daughter and the demon that lives within her, her, her partner uh, have, uh, have both been uh, absolutely instrumental in my in- reintegration with society. I'm sorry, did you just refer to uh, your daughter's partner as having a demon inside him? Yeah, yes, of course. Do a, ru- a Russian demon. demon. Do all men have demons or just... Uh, Most... Like- most men have dragons. Most okay. men have dragons. He ha- he has a demon. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember the uh, the name of the demon. Um, Something uh, uh, extremely Russian, I yeah, think. Yeah, Alexei. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say. I think, I think it is Alexei. Is is the demon? Mm. But uh, you see, demon. Um, Freud. Uh, sorry, it, it came back to me. It came back to me. You see, the, the two problems with Freud is that Freud, uh, he seems to believe that the only types of trauma we can have are traumas uh, that we remember. Right. Of and course. we can we can have right. traumas that we that we don't remember, which is what you may have experienced when you were mm-hmm. uh, in the coma. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's been uh, challenging for me. Um, but additionally, he, he seems to believe that there uh, are only sins of commission uh, that we can, we can feel bad about uh, when I think that sometimes we can, we can uh, do wrong by not doing the right thing. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, um, I forget the, uh, the, the old adage, but it's something to the effect of there's no greater evil than good men who uh, who won't uh, who won't act, right? Right, 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 right. And which, of course, um, um, the uh, oh, it's it's too in the weeds. Never mind. But <clears throat> but you see, I I believe that we're living in a hyper real culture, which I do note in in the book. You see, um, and which is has nothing to do with postmodernism, by the way. Of course, not. Um, no. Uh, you see, postmodernism uh, is is this belief that everyone lives in their individual kind of world and everything is totally subjective. Yeah. Whereas my claim is that we live in a hyper reality where everything that everyone experiences uh, is is uh, is is managed through symbols and is uh, entirely subjective. Yeah, which which is completely different than an individualistic view of of experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, uh, so, so you, you, you believe that you can experience, uh, traumas that you don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. unlike Freud, Freud does not, does not believe that 
And I'm very careful to note that in the book. Right. And and I think Freud does agreeing. not believe in traumas that you have not processed. That is not that is not the cornerstone of psychoanalysis. So so um when when you have a trauma that you you haven't processed or you can't remember, uh, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you deal with that trauma? By having uh, weird weird fucking dreams of brushing <gasps> your your grandmother's pubic hair and dogs walking on their hind legs. And and when uh, I, I recall Beyond this, this, order. Is from, this this is from uh, this is from Maps of Meaning, I believe the the story about uh, you having a dream. Uh, where where you saw your your grandmother naked uh, and you know what she asked me you know what she asked me is i brushed her pubic hair yeah in in the dream uh is it soft she she asked she asked uh, me is it soft and then i said yes yes i said yes grandmother yes it is soft it's very soft i wasn't quite as adamant but now i feel very i feel impassioned and you know, again, I, I would like to commend your bravery because if if I had a dream, like a bunny rabbit, <laughs> if I had a dream where where I, you know, uh, those have gotten out of vogue. I think we should bring them back. Bunny rabbits? No, pubic hair. Oh, pubic hair. Yeah, well, Bushes. you know, I I think uh, uh, maybe for never men. mind. I think they're back in vogue. Never mind. I think they came yeah. back. They 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 kind of cycle in and out. Uh, I wouldn't know. A monogamous, monogamous man. I gave a lot of uh, fantastic uh, relationship advice in this book, by the way. Yeah, um, I really wanted to know where you, where you. Uh, first off, again, I would just like to say that it's very brave. If I had a dream where where I uh, brushed my grandmother's pubic hair, I probably wouldn't tell anybody about it. Uh, but you know, you you came out there and, and you uh, you you broadcast that to everybody who read uh, Maps of Meaning, and I think that's really important that you you had that humility and uh, a sense of purpose in order to uh, to to bring that to, to everyone's attention. That you had a dream where dogs were walking on their hind legs, and also uh, a dream where um, uh, you brushed your grandmother's uh, uh, pussy hair. Uh, if you're not having sex with your partner at least three times a week, there is a problem. Right. So the uh, the the 10th rule. I don't know why that entered into my mind when you were talking about that story, but it just it just popped up. Uh, the the 10th rule that you have is uh or, or sorry. Um, oh, I may have. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It, it is the 10th rule. Uh, it's plan and work diligently to maintain the romance in your relationship. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Where did you come up with that idea? This is the first time I've heard this. And, you know, it's, it's really kind of a revolutionary thought. And, uh, and I'm curious about where you came up with that. Well, um, I, I've been married for quite some time. And, and I, um, I've, I'll just say that I'm, a little over dedicated to my work sometimes. And uh, though I have a beautiful trad wife, um, I'm sometimes not as committed to her as I can be. What's her name? I don't remember. Uh, I believe it's uh, it's Tammy. Michaela. Oh, no, that's that's your daughter. No, no, that's, Michaela, that's daughter. Michaela Peterson. No, that's Don- that's that's your daughter. Alexi Peterson. That's her, your daughter's demon. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Partner. I'm still I, I'm still a little foggy. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we have to make sure not to hide things in the fog. So, yeah. If old memories still upset you, write them down carefully and completely. Right, we, we covered that. Uh, two questions, Doctor Peterson. Uh, the first is with young men being so disillusioned about what it means to be a man in the 21st century what advice would you give them um and the second question mm. is what sort of brush was it that you used to brush your grandmother's pubic hair well uh you see i uh the, the advice that i would give to to young uh men well, would be different from the advice I give to Freud men. Uh, to, 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 to young men, I would say, be grateful in spite of your suffering. And to Freud men, I would say, um, uh, be grateful in spite of your suffering. Mm, wow, the same, the same totally set of different advice, messages. Yeah. messages. Uh, and of course, it was, uh, it was what, uh, what, they, what they, they call a, a natural brush. Like a boar bristle. Mm-hmm. I, I have one of those for my beard, and it's very good at straightening out. Uh, what about the handle? Was it a wooden handle, or I like I sort of imagined a silver handle, but I don't want to be presumptuous. All, all, all I remember really uh, is the 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 feeling of my fingers against the uh, the the, uh, the 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 hair that stuck out to the sides, and just recognizing how incredibly incredibly soft it was is that whipped cream (laughs) um well i think uh i think that's a good note to uh to maybe leave this um it's it's usually best to leave all things on uh on a grandmother's uh pubic hair um do you have any last thoughts and and i will note that uh, your your advice to uh freudian men and jungian men is uh is rule number 12 which is uh uh sorry i didn't write this one down um rule number 12 uh, be grateful in spite of your suffering i wanted to make mm-hmm. sure i got your wording right because you're very particular about your wording i think oh yeah uh-huh yeah um, um i i i would like to to end it with a uh a, a few short points um which is that um we live in a society Indeed, we do. Not all solutions are good solutions. We need to agree on words. Boys and girls exist. Not everyone is an expert. Some people are the boss. Everything is a game. Rats are people. Lobsters are people hard to move up hierarchies but authority is goodness and pinocchio christ is the only way that any of us will experience the love of our fathers thank you yes uh thank you for thank you for joining us dr peterson um Again, the the book is uh, Beyond Order, uh, 12 12 More Rules for Life. 
Uh, it is it is the sequel to uh, to uh, uh, Twelve Rules for Life: uh, An Antidote to Chaos, I believe is the title there. Um, Doctor Peterson, uh, a, a pleasure. Uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you so much. Yes, wow. hopefully, hopefully we can have you on the uh, the show again. Uh, Megan may be my co-host from now on. I'm not sure. Um, oh Jesus really Christ, to get into guys! Serious. Guys. Oh, are Dor- you there, Dorian? Are you there, Dorian? Can, hi. can you hear us, Dorian? I, I How hacked are you the doing signal. there, buddy? I got you in. Doing okay. Uh, I'm. I I've done something terrible. Yeah, what you, is it? you you quit the show, I, man. I we, we we can talk about that later, maybe on the next episode, Mike. Okay. I I finished, I finished the book, I oh. finished the book, and and we need to talk about it next week we, we we need to make sense of this thing because i've got some bombshells man and and i'm here i'm here in his house i'm here oh in my. his house I, i'm i'm in the basement uh, I, I, uh, I hacked into the line and and he's gonna he's gonna find me as soon as he wakes up i spiked his drink with cider uh his beef juice i i spiked it with cider and he's out good right now but but I think cider has the opposite I, effect on him. He said that he stayed awake for shit. 25 days. Are you serious? Yeah, you might want to get out of there, man. Oh my god, no, nothing in this book makes sense. I, everything is contradictory. It's I'm so confused. I don't but, know. It sounded like it, it makes perfect sense to me. So, Just I haven't even read it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, but anyway, so I'm I'm down here in the basement. I'm gonna try to be quick. Um, all I know is 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 that is that there there are hundreds hundreds of flip books down here oh my God. and 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 charts uh and and they, they're maps of of dragons and what look like patches of of pubic hair and i don't know what's happening but i'm scared and oh oh my god what oh my it? god what is it Fuck off! Fuck Well, we'll still have to sort out why you quit the show. Um, anyways, I think that's it for uh, for this week. Uh, thank you for joining me, uh, Megan. Um, Anytime. I, I believe uh, I believe I owe you uh, 150 uh, per per the uh, the agreement that we had. Anyways, we'll work yes, that out on the back end. Uh, her Instagram handle is at let's Meg, let's Meg Magic. It's a little play on words there. Um, I am of course uh, at Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Um, I won't plug Danko's work uh, because Danko uh, quit the show, and I think he might have been killed by Dor- Jordan Peterson. Um, so we will uh, we will see you all next time. Thank you for listening. Uh, please take my medicine or your medicine. I'm getting the line mixed up medicine. now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and that's uh, that's a wrap. <laughs>